All right, we got a good one on top five tonight. We're listing our top five movie mistakes that were left in the movie. Welcome to Top Five with Joey Casada. Starring Joey Casada. Team Jesus, my friend. No! Am I walking around, Paul? Co-starring Ernie Palooza. And the doctor, Tommy Snyder. Goddamn. Now here's your host, Joey Casada. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Top Five. I'm your host, Joey Casada. And I'm Ernie Lapuza. I mean, La Pazuzu? Ernie Pazuzu. We'll leave it in. <laughs> and of course, we are back and joining us again from the grave, the doctor, the monster, Tom Snyder. How you are? Let's go out to Greg. <laughs> well, we've, we've been off. We've all been super busy. I've been busy. Ernie's been busy. The doctor's been busy. But we are officially back, hopefully regularly again. Uh, it's just hard to find the time sometimes. but. We're back. We're committed. We got a million topics. Don't think we ran out of topics because we got plenty of topics. And tonight's a good one. But before we get into it, what have you guys been up to? I was. I had to meet a friend today for his birthday uh, for a drink. And it was a cripple walking in front of me. And I, he had like one left leg that was full size. And the other leg was like Beetlejuice. Very small. I couldn't pass him. I didn't have a heart to pass him. So it put me behind like about 10 minutes. It was a long city block. Other people were passing him. I felt bad. Would you guys pass a, a cripple? I'd pass him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. He knows everyone's faster than him. He does not get insulted. Hey, yeah, it looks like it took a long time for this. You know, like it, did, it wasn't a car accident. Like, you know, so I, I, but I, you know, I refrained. I held back. I held back. So I was, I was 10 minutes from my appointment, but life besides that has been great besides working a lot. Uh, my daughter's playing, uh, she's, I have to say this. She is, Joe, your daughter's amazing. Ernie, don't go on Facebook enough, but Ernie, you know, he dictates, you know, he puts everything out there. Every day. But uh, my daughter's playing ice hockey. No. Amazing. Yeah, she's, uh, yes. And she's also a uh, ballerina. Incredible. Yeah. Pretty cool. So I've been living life. My uh, Finally got my little boy. <laughs> Incredible. You get a little of both. You get the ballerina and the, and the ice hockey. Perfect. That's right. That's Best right. of both worlds. Yeah. Life's good, though. Life's real good. How about you, Ern? Uh, nothing going on here. No nope. vomiting recently? You're all good? I'm all good, but, not, but nothing to talk to uh, say. I almost, I brought up to my wife. I said, "Oh, we, you want what should we do? Invite Ernie? You know, Lamonti's over for Memorial Day." She goes, "What are you no. crazy? The kids, the kids are not ready yet. What are you?" Nuts? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna feel horrible all over again. Exactly. Get out. <laughs> Ernie's allowed in if you put a cork in every office of his body. <laughs> it's good. A year, a year now. 
Yeah, what was it? Fourth of July, right? Yep. Uh, all oh. the weight is back. Uh, <laughs> did you hear that? Ernie, Ernie walks in the house. Your house goes, get out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the house doesn't even like him. The floor is <laughs> <doesn't hear. laughs> All right, before we dig into this episode, which I think is going to be a fun one, I, I, I'm assuming we're going to have a lot of duplicates, but this is this is a fun topic. I'm so curious to hear other people's opinion on this. But again, before we get into it, we got to play the infamous, the world-renowned, Doctor. What are you drinking tonight? Well, I'm glad you asked me, young man. Okay, I was in a rush and running around, so I went to a little corner place around the corner, which with the, they're normally on the corner. But it wasn't on the corner. It was actually around the corner. Right. But it was on the corner when you went around the corner. Okay. A little Rita's Lime and Rita. Really? Is that that's definitely Lime alcoholic? It's uh, 8%. But I had a little before that. <laughs> I did meet. I did end up passing the cripple. Something tells me there's a lot deal. more Rita than there is Lime in the Lime and Rita. Right. And I have kettle-cooked jalapeno chips. Because oh, I haven't had a chance to eat because you Mars decided. <laughs> not 7, not 6.30, but 8.30 as usual. But if it's as usual, why are you asking that? I keep hoping. <laughs> but, but wait, you said you had something before the Lyman Reader. What was before it? Little, uh, little mules. Little Moscow Ooh. mules. No, any flavor or just a regular mule? Regular vodka, uh, Russian mule. Everyone calls it Ukrainian mules now because they refuse to acknowledge oh, Jesus Russia Christ. now. No, hey, listen, I don't mind that. I get I'm more pissed off at other things with the woke movement. But if I ask a white Russian and they say, you mean Ukrainian Russian? I go, I'm fine with right. that. Is it made the same way? Yes. I want I want vodka, some Kahlua, yeah. some milk yeah. in a glass. Yeah. Call it whatever exactly. the hell you want. Whatever you want to call it. Irish, Russian, uh, Irish, whatever. I don't care. I don't care. I'm good. I'm easy. <laughs> what about you, Aaron? What do you got over there? Uh, nothing of interest. The regular Heineken oh, crap. Heineken or zeros? A zero. Ooh. All right. I got a little. So this is a new zero one for me. To zero. Someone yeah. gave me this as a gift. Every every wow. holiday, any birthday, I'm always I get bottles of everything just because everyone wow, knows I love scotch. <laughs> I know it, and they know I love to drink. And so, people love you, I guess. This is an Islay scotch. It's I don't even know how to pronounce it. Bunahaban, Bunahaban. It is a hundred and three proof, Doctor. It wow. is, but there's not a lot of bite. It's it's. Put it this Not way. Not a lot there's, of bite. There's you a chance I'm going to be stomping some butter in a little while. Yeah, you know where that's going. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> it's you almost devil proof. If there's, no, if there's no bite in anything over 100 proof, we know where that's going. Very bad, yeah. Some stuffed animals might get stabbed in a little while. Uh, <laughs> you might want to elaborate on that. <laughs> no, I think if you look back at one of our episodes, we talk in very big detail about the Devil Springs Vodka 160 proof vodka, and we uh, slaughtered some stuffed animals. All right. 
Do me a favor. I have to, uh, you have to stop because Babbles wants to know if I left the building. Tell I have him to yes. tell him I'm working on the cartoon. So this is stop, please. I have to text them. All right. Right. Papa Babbles. Text them on air. What do you do? What do you have to stop? You the text? Oh, you're on their phone. <laughs> All right. So while he's doing that, Aaron. Yeah. So, hey. In the last few weeks, because we didn't have an episode, I've been posting some clips of the audiobook of mine. Been getting some good responses, but people definitely want some new top fives. I'm glad we're back. Uh, just obviously, everyone knows you can get our top five T-shirts. Ernie T-shirt, Monster T-shirt, Joey T-shirt, everything on Amazon.com. Just type in Joey Casada. All our top five merch will pop up. My books, Ernie's... Uh, Math classes, the doctor's uh, 101 ways to drink without anyone noticing. Everything's what? up there. What? Nothing. I, wait, I, you're not listening. You're, you're texting babbles. Uh, the technology is amazing. I text <laughs> and I'm still listening. I'm multi-text, uh, multi-texting and tasking. All right. So we're back. We're going, we're going right into the episode. So this is a good one. I've been wanting to do this. We actually wanted to do this last week, doctor, and, and you couldn't make it. So I wanted to wait because I know. Oh, it was two weeks ago and then you couldn't make it last week. Oh, that's right. You're right. Rockstar. <laughs> well, you couldn't do two weeks ago. Rockstar. Oh, okay. speaking, well, wait, speaking of which, we have not been on since our playground get-together. Well, I wanted to congratulate uh, Mr. Opus, Professor Opus here, on his rock school. I uh, He actually went to Black Sabbath. And uh, in return, I've been listening to Old Kiss. Really? And, I, and I'm digging it. So maybe we can meet in the middle someday. Listen, I, I'm not going to lie to you. You know as well as I do, I was never a Sabbath fan. And I, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm a Sabbath fan now, just because you know the reason why I don't love Sabbath, and it's, it's really Ozzy's voice. But I will tell you, so I just did a Black Sabbath show at my School of Rock, and I, have a, I definitely have a new appreciation. I, you know I always love Bill Ward. I always told you that. You always tell me because he played the snare a lot, and you always like the drone. Yeah, place. just he—he's you know he's that That's old. That's what you used to say. I don't know what you say now. Yep, he's just—he's—he's he's a great, great drummer. Uh, but song-wise, structure-wise, and the thing that I—you know—I'll tell you something that I appreciated that I never knew. Lyrics. You know, I'm not a big lyric guy. Kiss, you know, when she says stop, be go, go, go. Well, this is the you know this is the type of stuff. That's I my number on. one problem. Right, <laughs> so. But I will tell you, you know, because as I'm teaching the class, so I have, you know, we're running the songs, we're listening back, I have Spotify open, I have the lyrics scrolling as we go, and we're making sure, obviously we have to vet the lyrics in case there's anything bad and stuff, but just smart lyrics, you know, obviously people think Sabbath is all about the devil and this and that, but it's, it's, it's the opposite. Yeah, uh, Giza Butler wrote the lyrics, and he was studying to be a priest. So uh, that says a lot about it. Um, yeah, um, the rhythm section is, uh, Incre that, I mean, that's Sabbath, the best part. Sabbath was, uh, Sabbath started off as a jazz band. So, uh, it's, it's pretty cool when you, you know, I'm like Led Zeppelin too. Like if you take Robert Plant out of the picture, there's certain, not Robert, I mean, Led Zeppelin was a complete rhythm, blew my mind. You know what I mean? I could take Robert Plant out and still listen to Led Zeppelin and, Sabbath is not like that. I always felt it was everything together, but I well, understand no, what you're like. I, I got to tell you, I, if, if you're going the way I think you're going, 
I think you're right. So even Zeppelin, so obviously Bottoman gets his, his due, but Zeppelin is page plant. But let me tell you something. It's not. It's Bottom John Paul Jones. And same That's thing with Sabbath. Same thing with Sabbath. Sabbath is not Ozzy and Iomi. It's Geezer and Bill Ward. Uh, no, it's, it's more Tony Iommi than, believe it or not, that's, that's, I, I can't get into this, but we might want to revisit this topic on top five reasons why me, you, and Ernie should come to terms on Kiss Black Sabbath, <laughs> because maybe we can go you, on all I gotta, night. I got to go and maybe we do, I don't know how we get Ernie in on this, but maybe he's like the judge. You do Ooh, your top Ray. five, you do your top five Kiss songs. And I'll do my top five Sabbath songs. We can go a ding ding, like a Friday night video is like old yeah. time. Back and forth. Top top best things about Black Sabbath. You bring up the top five, and I bring up the top worst things about Kiss. Whoa, whoa, we whoa. whoa. I, that's, and, uh, that's not, that's and Ernie, I think, is going to, well, whatever. <laughs> I've already done the, the top five. Yeah, Ernie's, already <laughs> Ernie's already figured. Ernie's got the winner. Already, well, Ernie, you you did what top five without Ozzy Sabbath songs with with Devito, right? Yeah, right. And with, with Ozzy with Tommy and Devito. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I yeah. I'd like to do a uh, I, I would really like to do I do a topic at you a uh, top five uh, band member replacement. No, I I texted you. We did that already. Right, Ernie. Replacement band members. Yeah. Yep, we did it. I think it's Look, Tommy's frozen. He's not frozen. No, no, he's I'm just, just uh, he's I mean, shocked. Really going to that topic. <laughs> no, I texted right, you back. Awesome. We did that one. Oh, that okay. It. Just out of curiosity, who would be your one and two? I know who your your number one is automatically. Uh, me, it would be Jake Ewing replacing uh, Randy Rhodes. Yep, Jake. I think that Jake was, was hard, on my uh, list. Yeah, I thought that was a hard, uh, hard thing to do. You know, follow the Blizzard of Oz, Diary of Man Man, and then Buck I thought that would be, yeah, it was pretty much. But um, yeah, okay. So it's uh But the way we got we into got... this this music topic, so the doctor and I reunited recently for a playground reunion rehearsal. Uh it went <laughs> no joking around, ridiculously well. Uh we were expecting maybe not as well. We were expecting not not train wrecks or disasters, but Obviously, we were expecting some hiccups, and I thought it went, it couldn't have gone better. How about that? I was expecting bad attitudes. Uh, more, not bad attitudes, but <laughs> more like, I love you guys, and I'll do this, I'll play this song again just for you guys. Right. You guys showed up. I mean, everyone showed up. Um, I, I wish any, all your recordings were earlier on in the session and not three hours in. <laughs> no, those are the best ones. I, I have all of them. I have the whole session. Know. Well, I take your word for it because I always hate my voice, so it doesn't matter. So that's most most things don't like. I, I cringe. But no, yeah, I, I, listen, I called you afterwards. What did I say? I said, you sound better now than you sounded in 1990. Yeah, well, it took 30 years of practice to know my voice. Well, you got it. You finally got it. No, no joking. No, without, I'm not even kidding. It's no, I, I, you have I, you have a, a better tone now. I just put an open, an open throat now. Yeah, I can hear it. And, and, and not that your voice power. was bad before, but you, you just have an overall better tone now. There was a, a, a bassist that I played with at Kingsborough. And a lot of the uh, 
90s bands played with it, like Stone Temple Pilots and stuff. They don't pronounce their words completely. They keep an open throat. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, they keep the open throat process through. And, and the lyrics, you can make, you can understand them. But the diction is, it's not perfect, but it's, you can, so that's what I started doing. I started opening up the throat more and just cheating on certain vowels. And I've been watching operatic uh, shit over the years on how to do that and what people do on vowels and stuff like that. Keeping your throat open instead of being tried so precise and trying to pronounce something. Ernie, so is that, is that what you do in karaoke? Is this the technique you use? I, I, sometimes I use an open throat and sometimes I, um, I close it. Oh, yes. I was just, damn it. You beat me too, <laughs> son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say you're more like an open ass. <laughs> you open mouth, Ernie. You got to go on YouTube and start selling yourself. You open mouth, close ass technique. Ernie, <laughs> you should do no joke year round. Maybe we do little short snippets, vocal tutorials by Ernie. <laughs> open, open mouth, open throat, closed ass. It'd be fucking great. You speak the. Uh, closes when you hit the high notes. It closes. Incredible. <laughs> All right, so let's dive in. So we're going to do our top five mistakes that were left in movies. Now, obviously, there's probably hundreds over the years, and I would guess not as many recently just because of technology purposes and editing purposes, but who knows? Most of my stuff is is older stuff, but you guys have any any recent things on your lists? I got one from the 2000s. What about you, Doc? Right. No, I, I tried to keep it to things, movies that I picked up on. Yeah. You know, I, that I loved and seen over a thousand times because I went on the internet and I, and I could, you know, you could cheat. They're listed out there and everyone knows them. But I tried to keep three of them that weren't that popular, but two of them I actually see myself. And, uh, me and Joey had spoken earlier, and this I'm going to leave them off my list because they're fantastic. Because they were no, really no, no. Remember, I told you, you take one and I I'm take fine. one. I got, I got two. I got two other ones. I'm good. I, I'll, I'll roll with it because it's going to be fun. Ernie might even have it too. So, but uh, yeah, what I realized: the more technology, the more booms, fires, and all that stuff. That the editors went past. They said, "Ah, oh, they're not going to look at that." Yeah, the more yeah. stuff that was going on in the scene, but there—I mean, there were some that were like, yeah, pretty obvious. But most of the time, they cheated like big time on major sets with a lot of people, you know, because it was a lot of money to do to do the scene over again. I mean, and that's I, the only way I look at it. I just wonder too, like I wonder, like you just said, Doctor. Obviously, they can't do the scene over sometimes because it's you don't see it until you're ready to edit the movie. I wonder. How many of these mistakes that, I, that we all have do you think they actually never saw? Like they didn't even know it was a mistake until maybe it got oh, out and people know. talked about it. Yeah. Or they realized it was a mistake, but you know what? Uh, fuck it. We're not, obviously, we're not going back to film that. It's six months later. I wonder how many, that, you know, of each. That's, that's the question. Yeah. How many people made, made, like, went like this? Oh, we saw it, but we left it in because we knew no one. Well, how many people's next one must lost their jobs because right. the guy the guy that put the money on, like say MGM Studios went, you jerk off, you director, you didn't <laughs> see that? You know, it's like, right. yeah, yeah, it's a good question. 
an excellent question. Maybe left for another day, for another conversation, another, you know. Let's dive in. And again, as anyone's listening, please chime in and send us emails to top five with Joey Casada, gmail.com. Send us YouTube posts and comments. Send us Facebook comments, all this stuff, because as you're hearing our picks, Maybe there's stuff you know about these mistakes or maybe something an add-on. Give us some information that maybe we're missing. We'd love to hear stuff like that. And tell your All friends right. who aren't listening to go fuck themselves. But go ahead. <laughs> go go ahead, Doc. It's a good way. I mean, it's a good way to start. Tell our fans. Go fuck themselves. No, I told the non I told the fans to tell the non Oh. Fuck. oh tell the fans too. Fuck them. Okay. <laughs> go ahead, All Doc. Right. What do you got? Number five. All right. So not stepping on anyone's feet here. Because I I because all right, here we go. <laughs> just, there's two. All right, these were researched, and I didn't know these happened, but they're well. They're, they're, we got to bring them forth. At the end of the Wizard of Oz, the balloon starts going up, and Dorothy's supposed to be in it, getting it with the wizard. The Tin Man is caught taking the rope off the balloon because he got caught, and then he, and then the balloon goes. He goes, oh. Wait, I don't know what you mean. Tell me this again. At the end of the movie, when the wizard goes, I'm with Dorothy, I'm going to take you back to Kansas. Yeah. Yeah. They're ready to get in the balloon. And the balloon takes off with the wizard in it? Yeah. Okay. Hitman's in the back balloon, and he actually grabs the rope. He's untying the balloon because it won't go up. He's untying it, then he drops it and goes, I never saw that. I got a what? I don't know what this scene at all. I never yeah, knew so this. I got, I got two things going on here, which I'm upset about. Wow. Um, either the Tin Man wanted to get the wizard out of the picture. <laughs> right. But because his, right, the wizard gave the Tin Man a heart. Well, maybe too much of a heart because maybe he loved Dorothy too much. See, see the irony in this? He didn't want Dorothy to leave. See, if the Tin Man doesn't get a heart, then he doesn't want, he doesn't matter if, if Dorothy leaves or not. But he was heartbroken that Dorothy was leaving. He sabotaged the balloon so Dorothy would stay. Ernie, that's deep. Am I looking too much into that? But That's he's deep, a, brother. Tin man, he's not made of iron. So how could it be irony? Uh, that's why he is the co-host. I mean, <laughs> for whom, brother? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I got to go watch that. What that was that? Schnapps the first episode, wasn't it? Like I, I think it was like. Like I the believe first or second no, episode. He's back to drinking in Marine Park. <laughs> he says, no. I think it's stuck. Again, this is, again, this is why we do this stuff. I will go watch you, that you can see it. tonight. Joe, you can see it. You can actually see it. He goes wow. like this. So, <laughs> the guy who gave him a heart is missing Dorothy. Doesn't want Dorothy to leave. I, I'm <laughs> surprised when the, the, the good witch showed up, but the, uh, that she, he didn't punch her out. And <laughs> maybe he, he does, does just all that. camera. I mean, I don't know. It's a romance. Yeah, that's, that's mine. I thought it was worth talking about. I thought it was pretty cool. 
Come on, Aaron. What do you got? Number five. Um, the Thing. One of my favorite horror movies of all time. Um, with the uh, the Fahibula tra- Trader. With oh, the what? <laughs> Wait. Say that one more time. Come, come, come a little closer. The the Fahibula Trader. The one the, the, the with the you know that you shot the person back alive. Hold on. Hold on. Stop. <laughs> it's definitely the name of the episode. If I can figure out how to spell that word, it's the fibrillator. <laughs> Yeah, is that what you said? The defibrillator? The, the yeah. defibrillator. <laughs> what tell me? It was like a par- it was that was a paragraph already. Oh. So wait, so right, he does. I know he shocks the chest. What happens? But if you watch, he's nowhere near the chest. He's doing his, his abdo abdomen. He's doing the uh, not the chest. <laughs> Clear. Clear. Hold up that Heineken again. I want to see it. <laughs> All right. Zero. All right. Thus, <sighs> the math professor. Thank God he's not an English professor. Exactly right. If he was, he'd master that too. He'd master that too. So he wait, was, you're you're saying he doesn't go here? He's yeah. down here? Yeah. And definitely not up here near the lungs. No, it's nowhere near his lungs. <laughs> <laughs> that did only but good. I forgot about that one too. <laughs> that was a good one, yeah. All right. I gotta look. I don't I don't remember. Well you remember <laughs> he, he goes right through, remember? Of he, course, but I don't he goes through the chest, no? No, it goes uh, his his tummy. <laughs> oh, D for the Riverator. What is this? Yeah. The what movie? The thing. The thing. Oh God! You guys with the thing. Oh my God! You guys. You, you don't know the thing at all. Of all time. You don't know it. I watched it once with Ernie in the living room, and I, I, I gotta be honest, you. I, I don't that, know. It was like just, a detective suspense uh, who done it meets an alien. I was like, that nah, just sounded like, like an episode of Clue. Yeah, I, like, I, yeah, I watched. I, like the I watched the thing once like with Ernie double. in the living room with the candlestick. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a big proponent of the double. So I, I think those things are fun. All right. Mine, I gotta start here. Wow. Obviously, I know I know this movie, these movies inside and out. I gotta go Star Wars, right? Oh shit, I looked that up. I couldn't find anything. Go ahead. Oh, watch this one. Ready? At the end of the first Star Wars. Ready? They blow up the Death Star. Right. Luke's the hero. He comes off of his X-Wing. When he lands back. When he right. lands back to the base, Princess Leia right. comes running. Luke, Luke. And Luke goes, Carrie. No shit. Yep. <laughs> and they left it in. Are you? Go look. They left it in. Now that's my question. Did they leave it in because they said no one else, no one's gonna fucking hear it, or they didn't catch it? I, I never knew that. Luke, yeah, I think like that, but I think something's like like that is you know, these guys know what they're doing. They they know what they're doing. Like I'm being a, Joey. 
since I started editing with you, the cartoons and Victor and stuff, that are different projects. Like when you're a director of movies and stuff like that, you you try to see different angles. There's certain things that take place in the scene that you, you don't even really yeah, look right. at because you're like, so focused on something else. Movie. Yeah, I think they left that in to say that they ever admit to it. Did Lucas ever say, "Yeah, I love"? I I've never well, seen like a documentary on it or anything. But again, there's a lot, so much happening. So cool. there's, a, there's a lot of background noise. There's there's the ships taking off, you know, yes. landing. So it's not like Luke carry. It's you know people clapping. So it's you yeah, the hear trauma's it. over. The trauma, they right. just blow up the desk. Everyone's like done emotionally drained. Right. No gives a shit. Wow. Yeah, you know what? Crazy. I was looking up the I was looking up the uh, stormtroopers. I was gonna bust your balls if there was a different size stormtrooper. Oh, they were supposed, all supposed to be yeah. But they weren't. I looked it up. I said the beginning was cloned, and then they started going to like a base and people. Was, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was wrong about that. I, I didn't get it to the town name. I figured you and Dave would handle that. <laughs> oh, I got another Star Wars coming up. Don't worry. My oldest, uh, Brian, actually said um when he heard the topic. Said he wanted to say um a mistake from Star Wars. Wait, don't say it because it might be on my list. It, it's not. Okay. All the prequels. Oh, it's on the list. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> I like the prequels. That's from that's from my kid. You better tell <laughs> tell us. The, the only thing that's bad about the prequels is Hayden Christensen, the actor who plays Anakin. He's awful. Everything else is great. Storylines are great. And and Disney went, and I hate to say this, and there's no insult to women, but even women will say this today. We all knew the end of a Disney film. We well, all knew the, what that's was going to happen. Ones, yeah, the new ones. We yeah. all knew it was going to be a woman that was the heroine. So it's no secret anymore. You know? Yeah, but, it's predictable, but again. That's a good one. That's a good one. I like that one a lot. That's awesome. All right, Doc, that's back to you. Number four. That's the postcals. Yeah, that's the postcals, yeah. <laughs> we got some doozies already tonight. Oh, this is perfect. Come on, Doc, number four. I can't touch yours. Okay. I found this pretty funny in the movie Willy Wonka in the candy store. When the, the candy man does his song, who can make sunshine? He lifts the counter up and he hits a little girl on the head. Who can take tomorrow, dip it in a dream? Separate the sorrow and collect up all the cream with the candy man. It's a right under the chin with the counter. Yeah, the counter goes up and hits her right under the chin. And she rebounds. And you know what? Goes nowhere in life after that. <laughs> but they kept it in the movie. It's okay. Screw that little girl, right? It's just because it's the it's the back of her head, and he's dancing around. Who yeah. can make sunshine? He goes, he goes, I'm the candy man can. And he goes like this. And listen, and it hits the first little girl by the like this, and she goes. <laughs> That girl went nowhere. I don't know who she is, but she's got to call in and tell us who she is. Oh, that would be epic. You can probably Google it, but she we'll was We'll have tough. her on next week. You know, I heard 
that she couldn't eat any more candy. Yet. <laughs> that's the irony. That's 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 messed up. Her shame went up so high, it bit the tip of her nose. An overbite? She had an overbite for the rest of her life? That's Underbite, whatever it is. It was like the Martians. Ring, ding, ring, ring. You know the guys I'm talking about. Does the bomb jaw work? Yeah, well, of course. I think. Uh, I think. I'm not I think sure. From the Muppets or something. Muppets, yeah. Oh, that's Sesame Street. Oh, Sesame Street, yeah. Oh, yeah, Sesame Street. Yeah, it's all the same. Bling, bling. <laughs> that's a good one. No. I don't believe it or not. I obviously I've seen Willy Wonka, but I don't know Willy. I know you guys are big Willy Wonka fans. I don't know it that well. How do you How do you feel about the old to the new? I've never one. I've never seen the new, and I've only seen the old one probably once. All right, you're an asshole because the old. I think Ernie, Ernie, take this over. What do you, What's your take on it? I I I love the old. I didn't mind the new one, but I love the old one. Yeah, the, the new the new one was more to the Johnny book. Depp is, Johnny Depp is, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Johnny Depp is is nuts in the in the, and that's but that's the, the most entertaining part. But the Gene Wilder in number one was more no sinister. Oh, it's great! It's great. He was evil. Is it the it same story? Evil. The same story? Mm. One, one, the no second one's based on the book. Popping. Yeah, the second one's based on the book, and the first one is not. Well, loosely based on the book, but yeah, he's Gene Wilder's got a screw loose, but he's he's more evil. Like he's so, he's very sadistic. Like he likes to see little kids that are. Hey, Joe, are you watching? I'm listening. I'm listening. Of course. Oh, I'm sorry. This is um, <laughs> No, I'm, I was busting your balls just then, brother. <laughs> but anyway, I don't know, I don't know the movie. Watch so it I... again. Watch it again, and you'll see how. He's he really doesn't like little kids. He doesn't trust them. He hates them, and he likes when they get their just desserts. Gene Wilder, he's great. So watch him; it's really good. I, it's, it's actually something I will watch. You think I should watch the original with the kids? The kids have watch, to watch it with you. The, the original, kids have to or watch the, the original, and then watch the second one. They're just as good, but two different takes. Come on, Arm. What do you got? Number four. Now he I, he's a, either he's really frozen or that's a great acting job. Oh, he's frozen. Only I can do that. <laughs> the arms up is hard because that you got to hold that for a while. <laughs> Let's see if he comes back. There he is. Earn your back. Yeah, I had to. I had to switch to the, uh, the my hot spot. <laughs> what do you got? Number four. Uh, number four. What was it going to do? Uh, let it go from the movie Frozen when she's on. <laughs> When she sings the song, yeah, she uh, takes out her. She lets her hair down, takes a, the big braid out. The braid comes and slices her right in half, <laughs> right through here. The animation is messed up. Yeah, yeah. The the the, the big braid when she pulls, she's singing, goes and it slices her right in half. <laughs> yeah, um, I saw that during the main song. Yeah, the main song. You knew this, Doc. No, um, I was too busy taking my kids to ice hockey, uh, not ice hockey, to all the shows. <laughs> I didn't have time to analyze this stuff. Um, but I saw it when I was looking up all the, Disney's got a thousand of these, these things that they've let through. 
but in the animation um, yes um ernie i don't mean to take away from what you're saying but i i came across one today in aladdin where the tiger bites what's his name in the butt he's got purple pants on and hot shorts so he bites him in the ass and he goes through the purple pants right the lion turns around he's got the the red hot shorts in his mouth. Huh. Got got the underwear. He's got the underwear in his mouth, but the underwear is still on him. It should have been the purple pants in his mouth. Jasmine yeah, it goes on and on with Disney. I mean, I, and I mean it. You can go on and on with their editing. It's amazing. But that's crazy because obviously, when it's when it's film, it's hard to go back when you're when you're in the editing bay. You can't go back to a scene. Because it's it's months later, you can't recreate a scene, and and you might not have a physical shot that you can use for overlay or for a transition. But animation, makes, just redo yeah. it. Yeah, it makes it makes no sense to me because, uh, like we were talking about Wizard of Oz earlier. Yep, I'm it, just sending a text, was, guys. Go a, ahead. That was on a reel to reel recording when they're recording this stuff. The uh, in the 1940s, you know, a reel to reel. So editing was not. It wasn't an option after, you know, when you put all the costs of the studio, the actors and, and, and the midgets running around, which is a whole nother thing we got to get into. Uh, that's another top five, which would be great. Wow. Mishaps on, on, on the uh, sets. Yep. Top five mishaps on, oh, yes. on, the, uh, on the movie sets. That's a good one. But yeah, I don't understand the Disney thing. I didn't get that. I don't, you know, I didn't get that at all. It, right, it just doesn't make sense if it's anime, especially that movie in in the biggest song. You know they must have watched that scene a gazillion times. There's no way they caught it and said, "Ah, no one's going to see her get chopped in half." Well, I tell you the truth, I didn't see it. Yeah, but you'll see the Aladdin thing with the tiger too. It's hysterical. It's great. Oh, no, I remember now that you pointed out the old Aladdin. Yeah, it's hysterical. One sec, guys. Hello? Sorry. Okay. It's your show. I didn't have to apologize to us. No, I know. I, I, I said, it's said it's the like text. Uh, Jimmy Fallon getting a text. We just, we just, no, did, that, we just here and go like this. Jimmy Fallon's live. We're not live, you goofy idiot. <laughs> All right. I got to go. My number four, I go back. To, tried and true. Star Wars. So, same thing in the first Star Wars, because again, obviously in the first Star Wars, Lucas is on a big budget, right? He Meaning, on a, meaning he's on a small budget, so he can't oh. No way he's reshooting scenes. No way he's catching everything. They're, they don't probably don't even have monitors on set. They're probably just flying by the seat of their pants to get this movie in, right? Right. So there's a scene, and especially like with the mechanical stuff, you know those doors on the Death Star where they, where they lift? Oh, they go, I saw this one. Go ahead. So there's a scene where 3PO's in one of the holding bays, and it's when Luke leaves him there to go find Ben and so on and so forth. And the the doors open, and this bunch of stormtroopers walk in. The last stormtrooper on the screen right, blessed, he walks straight into the door, blasts his head, he goes, <laughs> Take over. And it's so obvious. I mean, I've watched it a million times. He almost falls over. It's hysterical, but they left it in. Now, are these things that you you saw over and over again? Oh yes, I've. I mean, 
I didn't look up one of mine. All these I remember from when I was a kid watching that, these movies. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I got to mention something about that one. <clears throat> that one is so popular that <clears throat> 20 years later on a new uh, release of the original, uh, Lucas um, edited in a bump sound. <laughs> no, he didn't. Yeah. Just to really make, make it even more yeah. prominent that it was a story. <laughs> that's funny. That's awesome. Because, you know, rumor has it that on the set, they couldn't see in those helmets. They could barely see. So he couldn't, he probably couldn't yeah. judge where that ceiling was, where the door was. So he just walked, you know, his eyesight is here. His helmet is probably, you know, six inches above where his normal head would be. And he just bled. Take it from a guy who wore a gorilla helmet <laughs> to a birthday party on Flatbush Avenue. And the, and the thing was spinning around with a giant gorilla helmet. I had to put a hockey helmet on to keep it in. So, yes, I sympathize with the stormtroopers. <laughs> Come on, Doc. What do you got? Number three. Okay. Oh, getting the nitty gritty. Tombstone, one of my favorites. Ooh, I love that movie. Um, There's a scene when uh, Kurt Russell goes into the bar when his, bro his younger brother shot playing pool. And this is coming from me. Um, but you can dig it up. And this is why I feel true to this one. Um, Bill Paxson, the actor, gets shot, which is Wild Up's younger brother, Kurt Russell, and he walks out of town going, why, why? And he's, he's walking out of there, but the rain's only on him. There's no rain around him. There's, everyone else is standing there. It's just like a giant shower is following him. It's just raining on him. Can't you see? Get away from me! And there's no rain in the background whatsoever. And it's so obvious. It's no. Pathetic. It's pathetic. So, so I don't wait, know what the budget so was. There's only rain coming down on him and you, you can tell? Do you remember the scene? Do you remember the scene that night? There's thunder and lightning. Yeah. And the cowboys are going to get revenge on the wild herb boys. So they go in and they hit, they Bill Pax and the young boys to pool. <clears throat> they shoot her. Wild Art walks in there. His blood is bleeding out. And he walks out. He walks out of the saloon or the pool hall. I don't know what the hell it is. And he's crying. Why? Yeah, and yeah. The rain's only on him. <laughs> you can see it's only 15 feet. It's like people, people with a little watering can just over his head like this. I don't know what they're thinking. I, it was so obvious when you first watch it. If you watch the movie three times, it's hysterical. And I love that movie. I freaking love that movie. But Charlie Brown. <laughs> huh? It's like Charlie yeah. Brown. Right. The cloud <laughs> just follows him. Oh, the gruesome next to the Flintstones. Yep. That's I got to go <laughs> watch it. Oh, yes. Right. <laughs> oh, I haven't thought of that in so long. I remember the gruesome side. The gruesomes. Wow. Mr. Flintstone. Mr. Flintstone. Hello, Mr. Flintstone. I'm gruesome. Yeah, you are, sort of. <laughs> I mean, they were basically the Adams family, right? Uh, yeah. No. 
It was obvious. They were, they were kind of stealing from the Adams family. Didn't even know. He had the same mustache. They were like the Mexicans coming over the border. No, they were the, the Adams family, you idiot. What's the matter with you? <laughs> well, the guy was this big. <laughs> he looked like Sigmund in a sea monster. He wasn't even, he didn't look anything <laughs> like. He had his teeth. Mr. Flintstone. You know, it sounded like, uh, you know, but I mean, I, I'm sure that's not the way going with it. But it sounded a little Latino. They weren't going for that. But of course they were. They were obviously just like the Flintstones are the honeymooners, right? Right. But if I say Mr. Flintstone, how can I help you? What, what is that? Does that sound like Jose? I'm going to put up a, a little side by side right now of, of the dad of the gruesomes and what's his name? Uh, Mr. Gruesome. No, Gomez. Yeah. Gomez. Yeah. I, I, I maybe it was a. Of course. No, maybe. Definitely. What do you mean? I don't think so at all. Go, go look up the gruesomes right now. Even the mother looks like uh what yeah, Morticia. All right, I'll give you the Morticia. You're right. You're right. Now we're gonna now. I like that. All right, I'm happy. I can but, sleep tonight. But like Ernie said, I even thought about the gruesomes. God, oh my, I don't I don't know if I've ever thought about the gruesomes. <laughs> it's a great yeah, what the honeymooners have to do with the Adams family. Where's the link? No, it's just just taking old shows mean, and, no, and, and animating them. Well, what, why you make an play. why make an animated prehistoric honeymooners? Well, listen, if we were detectives and it was a, and we put on the wall with lines, you go honeymooners, hey, strength to Flintstones, and then Adam's family over here. Where is the Flintstones link? And where does I, I don't get it? Here's the link. So. 1950s television, black and white cartoon. 1950s television, black and white cartoon. My money's on me. This guy. Write into top five and let us know what you think. Are the gruesome? Yeah, no, 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 yeah. They didn't have to do it without Googling. They didn't have they... to do it without Googling and be honest. Yeah, of course. There's no link. The Honeymooners to Flintstones. The Adams family had nothing to do with the Honeymooners of Flintstones. Yes, but the Adams family has something to do with the gruesomes. Ernie, am I wrong? But the gruesomes appeared on Flintstones. <laughs> Maybe they legally couldn't use the Adams family. But well, there's a the question. The question. Was the Adams family out before the gruesomes? Of course. I, I believe yes. I believe yes. That. I gotta right, look. Maybe, maybe, maybe there's a little bit, but I, I, I'm still telling you. Come on, Ernie, number three. Now, I did not notice this the first hundred times that I watched this scene. But hey, you love me and Joey so much. Um, I watched this scene maybe over a hundred times, but I, I did not notice the first hundred times. Um, the most famous scene from Basic Instinct. Yeah. Her cigarette disappears and then reappears. What in her hand? Yeah. The, yes, we're sir. talking about the leg cross, obviously, right? Yeah. <laughs> Only he would bring that up. I don't, I don't know. How not to, about. Not about what was down there. I didn't not notice the cigarette. <laughs> really? Alina oh, changed you well, Ernie. Young Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> so again, like a scene like that. Do they not notice it, or they go, "That was such a perfect take." It's okay. 
I, they're not, obviously, they're not looking at a cigarette. <laughs> we know the scene. That's what I, right. Because even when I'm we did, so when we did Z-Rock, there's literally someone on set in the crew is in charge of one thing, continuity, it's called. Right. So the continuity girl on our set, her name was Jody, and anything that we did, especially our eating scenes, they would like lose their minds. They wouldn't want us to really eat or drink. We would try, they would want us to pretend, but we were such gavones, we'd be eating all, all the time. And they would be screaming at us because it was so hard to recreate if they had to cut into the same scene half an hour later when we were still filming it, if right. the glass of milk went from here to here. Right. So little stuff like that, there's literally, and I'm sure obviously a big budget movie probably has a whole team of continuity people uh, so they're looking out for this stuff. To, to back you up on this, you guys have nothing on Captain America, right? I don't know. Okay, there was Captain the, America the, doesn't make mistakes. Well, the event. Well, no, the Avengers, the two twins, the the girl and the and the and the and the son yeah. that come on board. Girl he's really bad, right? Yeah. The scene when he comes in the control room when they're evacuating the place. I saw this today. The people walking in the hallway disappeared and came back and disappeared and came back. Because they sped up him, making it look like he was fast, but they left everyone in the background disappearing, coming in and disappearing. I didn't notice they that. They didn't do what you said Mrs. Continuity should have done on the set. Yeah. And it's wild. And you got to check that scene out. He runs in with the machine gun. Yeah, I know the scene. Yeah, of course. But the hallway behind him with the people in it disappear, come back. They just, just disappear and come back because they framed it so slowly. Incredible. Yeah, it's amazing. So cool. Not actually not. I feel I want my money back, actually. Because <laughs> I thought he was really that quick. Because All right. So mine, I'm up to number th uh, three. So my number so, three. Hold on, Joe. I got to say one good thing. Does Jody yes. have glowing eyes and on the ledge of the Amityville Horror House? <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> what? Do you have any animal Amityville Horror uh, mistakes? No, I don't. I have no horror mistakes. Anyone have any horror? Just, just moving in. Just moving in. <laughs> but, but I did think of one when you mentioned the Flintstones. What? It's a prehistoric times. What's the Christmas episode about? What, what are they celebrating? Good point. I never saw the Christmas Flintstones. So I think you're talking out of your ass. <laughs> no, it's closed. Oh. Yeah, but it was nice. never a Flintstones Christmas. He's using the closed ass technique right now, Tom. <laughs> oh. Huh. Close ass. <laughs> All right, so you guys remember the movie 48 Hours with uh, Eddie Murphy and Nick Nolte? Yeah, great movie. Yo, do I re remember it? What do you think my Roxanne thing originally came from? Oh, my. Is that where you got it from? Yeah, I stole it from that. Yeah. That's incredible. I never I started digging the... Black Russians. <laughs> What a great Murphy. scene that is. Why don't you get a black crush? So, <laughs> uh, so there's a scene. Obviously, Eddie Murphy is, is the convict, and Nick Nolte brings him out to help him solve this case. And Nick Nolte has him handcuffed early on in the movie because, you know, he doesn't trust him. And there's a scene. So they're in. Nick Nolte drives a convertible in, in the movie. Right. And I remember this. My mom showed me this when we were little. And 
Eddie Murphy's handcuffed in the scene and Nick Nolte's talking to him. It's like the first time they get into Nick Nolte's car. And they drive off, and you know the far away shot of them driving off is the back shot of the convertible driving off and like up a hill. I think it took place in San Francisco, but I'm not positive. It was like up a hill, and you see Eddie Murphy like this in the convertible <laughs> with the, his two hands resting wide open, one on the one on the uh, the passenger side door, hanging out the door, and the other one like. Not around Nick Nolte, but like leaning on the side where Nick Nolte's back is. You even try this shit, man. I don't work like this. No deal. Listen, we ain't got no deal. I own your ass. Ain't no goddamn way to start a partnership. This your car, man? Yeah. Look like you bought it off one of the brothers. Fire Obviously not handcuffed. Two seconds later, back in the car, he's handcuffed again. God bless your mother. You're going back, man. There was no uh, computers. Yeah, she, awesome. she saw it right away. She's like, what the hell was that? I was like, what are you talking about? And she made we had the VHS, and she made us rewind it. <laughs> Fucking awesome. All right, Doc, back to you, number two. All right. The movie Braveheart, one of my favorites. Oh, Seen it over a hundred times. Used to drive people can't, you know, have it at my you watching this shit. But when you watch it so much, you stop watching the, the real actors in front. And this is not about the car rolling in the background. Oh, that's the one I have. just found out today. I didn't I did not pay attention to it. I used to pay attention to the cast, like when the giant battle scenes, you had hundreds of people sword fighting. But they would focus on the one, they do this in all movies, the one main character is fighting. But at the end of the battle, and they start having a conversation in the middle of the battle, because that happens all the time. You see them in the background, just like basically like, <laughs> just, just, the actors, they, they don't know what to do anymore. They're just like, we've been fighting for four hours. and. <laughs> And but, now like, do you, but do you think that's a mistake? It's like, and you watch it, it's hysterical. And you watch them, they step <laughs> over each other, they're falling on each other, they're just fake fighting. And but you, you but Braveheart's the upfront conversation, so you got to look past the characters and see it. Right, it's, you're, you're it's, so focused on the foreground, what's yeah. going on, you're not it's looking. It's an intense conversation, but when you see it a hundred times, the movie, you, and you know the conversation, you, your eyes start drifting in the background going, the fuck's going on? <laughs> Great. There's probably a thousand movies You're with probably, battle scenes just all like those that. big movies, Ernie, that we the Spartacuses, all those oh, Quabatis, all, all the big battle scene movies probably have so much of those people. Because you gotta understand it's just the, the, the inbox. It's just like right, they're extras. Right. They're not going all out for <laughs> until the director calls cut on a giant. Football season-sized battlefield, right. Is this over yet? Where's my money? So the plural is Spartakai. Spartakai? You know it's not Spartakai. Not Spartacuses. Spartakai. Good one. That's a good one. Yeah, all the battles, especially Braveheart, like you said, I'm going to go look now. Don't ruin it for yourself. Come on, Ernie. What do you got? Uh, uh, 
Schindler's List. Uh, wow. Supposed to be in black and white for the power film. There's one girl that he forgot to put in black and white. No, you idiot. That's not a mistake. All right, I'll pick something else. Wow. <laughs> wow. You know what he's talking about, right, Doc? No. Ernie, tell us to him. In, uh, in Schindler's List, um, it's a it's a black and white movie, except for one. Uh, is this urban? Is this falling the urban legends? No, no. no uh, Steven Spielberg did this on purpose. Um, okay. But he put one character who was only on screen for like less than one minute. He colorized this one character in the in the move in a black and white movie. So this was done on purpose. So where does the editing mishap come in? No, I I, I know I was I was <laughs> okay. I, know I, I was I was I was being... <laughs> all right. You got another one? I love you, baby. I love you, but <laughs> he did that on purpose. <laughs> Do you remember the miracle in Pulp Fiction? The miracle. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yes, yes. No, I, I don't I, know what you mean. What, what, I what do you mean the miracle? At close range, um, they um a whole bunch of sh shots were fired at them, and everyone. Oh yes, of course. Yes, 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 yes. Well, it's even more of more of a miracle than they thought when the um because the bullet holes are behind him while he's even doing that speech. We're already there. How you boys doing? Hey, keep chilling. Marvin. Marvin! I'd knock that shit off if I was you. Nah, you motherfucker! <laughs> Yeah, before he even shot the gun. Yeah. You no, they're not. I'll come forth in furious anger, and you will know the number of the beast. You know, that, that stuff. And the bullet holes are there already? Yeah. Glad, I'm glad that the uh, the host of the show does his research. No, I don't look it up. I pick a topic, <laughs> and I go off the top of my head. I don't do the research. Oh, I was reaching for shit. So, yeah, yeah. The bullet holes so behind him as he's talking. So what must have happened, they filmed the scene, they did the bullet holes, yeah. and then they went back and said, we need to do that scene again. They didn't realize right. you could see the bullet holes. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I got to go look at that. Holy yeah, pretty cool. shit. Good call, Ernie. That's funny. My number two. So my number two, again, Doc showed me, me this a long time ago. And it's not so much a mistake, but maybe folklore. I don't. We don't even know for sure if it's true, right, Doc? So Look, I looked it up. There's a scene in The Wizard of Oz. Uh, I think it's at, right after they get the the lion. No, it's uh, no Tin Man. When they're skipping, the so man, right after, right after they, they get the, the Tin apples, Man, they eat the apples, and they go skipping down the yellow brick road away from the camera. Right, with the Tin Man and the Scarecrow. Right, so it's right after they get the Tin Man, like you said, the, the yellow brick road is here, 
they go off to see the wizard and they're skipping. And in the background, you see the trees and stuff and you see something fall from the tree and start swinging. Now, rumor has it, again, Doc told me this, and you can look this one up. This is this is written all over the place. It's uh, folklore. That, it's that, it's that, that urban legend stuff we were talking about. Right. That's That someone hung themselves on the set. From one of the prop trees in the background, nobody knew, and they left it in the movie. Now, again, I, I don't know if it's true, and probably even if it was true, they they would deny it today, you know, to cover it I, up. I so was going to say, this might be one that, uh, besides the, the flat world and the landing on the moon, this looks pretty obvious to me. Uh, Ernie, you saw this? Yeah, well, you probably showed it to me, but yeah, I remember it. Well, I was going through a dark time in my life, but anyway, the... Uh, the uh, you you could see whatever appears to be dropped below the scenery, pop back up, and then you see prop. You see people trying to grab, which looks, looks like a horizontal body with long hair, and it's going out, and they're trying to pull it back in. Now I just again, it. right. If you go to look at this, it's it's in the distance. This is not up close. You don't see all this in great detail, but way in the distance. You see a little object, something swinging from the trees. And then, like Tommy said, maybe people on the ground trying to stop it from swinging. Or it's, it's, it's looks like it looked, it looked, you can see the long hair. From the, it's, she's it's horizontal creepy. now at this point. You see the yep. long hair. She's behind the tree. You see people falling. Now, their answer to that was there were birds on the set. They release birds on the set to make it look realistic. Uh, right. Birds don't. Birds don't do this. Listen, right. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm not. But uh, if you guys see this, who's ever watching this, uh, I don't want to taint. I'm not going to say anything further. You draw your own conclusions, and uh, we'd like to see your comments on what you think about it. And obviously, in this episode, I I just posted that clip, so you'll everyone who's listening or, or watching uh, just saw that clip. So. And I'd like to point out what we spoke about earlier. This is 1939. Uh, right? 1938. Yeah. This is the first movie with color in it. It was ever introduced color into it when it when it when you know it's black and white. And then it, she opens up to the lit, you know, to Oz. It's the first time uh color was ever used. So these takes were not like editing, like splicing. Right. You know, these are giant reels. And when they got a good take, it was a take. <laughs> it wasn't, you know, and it's very hard for all the people younger than us to, which is everybody, to realize that. You know? All right. We're, we have reached number one. Doctor, let me, let me recap what you got here. You got uh, the scarecrow balloon at number five. Willy Wonka hits the little girl in the chin. <laughs> number four. Love number three, weekend. Tombstone. For some reason, it's only raining on the one guy. Number two, 
Braveheart battle scene, people in the background having coffee, just swinging toilet. <laughs> donut, donut truck. Donut truck. And your number one movie mistake that was left in is. I am so fucking proud of this one. Ernie knows how much I love Rocky Three. My Rocky Three, it was to Ernie's Untouchables. I didn't read much of my life, but I read the Rocky Three novel 18,000 times. We'd go to King's Plaza on, on the, P, the B2 bus to King's Plaza and watch Rocky Three three to four times in a day. It, it got in my head. I was a maniac. And then I saw something. It was the scene after he loses, and the song was playing. There's no easy way out. And he's on the motorcycle. And he's picturing himself getting hit. And as he's falling to the canvas, he's wearing the white, the, the red, white, and blue trunks that Apollo Creed later gives him in the movie. But this is in his head. So they messed up with that. And they've, they've, they've said they messed up with that. It wasn't like uh, Sylvester Stallone had a uh, premonition. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I don't. Did you I don't go back look, and look at it. No, I got to go look at it. I don't know. So it could, it's not that. It's got to be a different song because that song is from Rocky Four. But I I know the flashback scene you're talking about when he loses to Clubber. Oh wait, wait, not no easy way out. What's the song on the motorcycle? It's when yeah I know because no no easy way out is when he's driving in the, the car. Viral. I know, I know the, the scene. Viral. He goes on the motorcycle and he takes the helmet. He throws it at the statue. Right, right, right. I I don't know the song, but. I, I know the scene you're talking about, and he's visualizing losing to Clubber, and you're saying he's wearing the red, white, and blue shorts that Apollo didn't didn't give him yet. Yeah, he's on the motorcycle. He's having flashbacks yeah. about making everything and him getting knocked out, and as he's falling, he's wearing the. Uh... Interesting. I gotta go look. And just you jerk off. I told you last month about this. No, you I know you. I, when you to, when you told me, oh, did you take the Rocky Three one? I'm like, what Rocky Three one? I had no idea. Yeah, I remember seeing that, but like I seen, I seen the movie like like Braveheart like a thousand times. I, I just love that movie. I I will trust me. I will go look at this tonight. Yeah, I'll, I'll go. No, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go watch. Oh, I'm gonna go look at all of these because I gotta edit them into the episode. But uh, um, I will be. I will definitely be looking at that one for sure. All right, Ernie. Number one, number five, the thing, chest defibrillator. What is it called again? The Fibula Revenator. <laughs> Number four, Let It Go. Uh, her braid cuts her in half. I got to watch that one. I can't believe it. Number three, The Basic Instinct Leg Cross. You're saying the cigarette in her hand disappears. And then reappears again. Interesting. Pulp Fiction. This one, I really never knew. The bullets. This is all over. The bullets are in his are in the wall behind uh, Samuel Jackson while he's giving the speech before they shoot. One bullet. One. Oh, it's just one. It's a bullet. I, yeah. I thought it was all. No, but because don't. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't remember how many times. Don't they? The, the kid doesn't shoot more than once. Yeah, right. Of course. Well, yeah, just like five times. Yeah. Number one, Ernie. What do you got? It's topical because Ernie, Captain. Topical because Ernie, this, Captain. Let's go, buddy. This actor just um won the best actor last year. 
But a long, long time ago, this guy was in the movie The Goonies. And at the end of the um, oh. Goonies, he was being, um, they were all being asked what their favorite parts were. And he mentioned the octopus, the scene with the octopus, which was a scene that was cut out of the, the original movie. And they left that interview in? Yeah, they left data saying. <laughs> Joey, at the, at the very end of Goonies, when I, no, walk I, up. Of course. Yeah, they're on the beach. And he goes, and we did this, and we did that, and large octopuses. What I always, the way I always thought about that, I always thought it was just kids That's exaggerating the story. That's why they left in it. Right. That was, the, is- that was the quote by the uh, Ernie. I'm sorry, I must say, I'm go ahead. I'm saying, but that was amazing. I didn't know that either. You know, there, there is an octopus scene that they filmed, but it was cut out of the movie. Oh, I didn't know that. But I guess, like, like I just said, they left it in because it could be taken like I took it. Oh, it's just kids exaggerating. Yeah, he, was so, he was so excitable as, a, as that character and this and that. So it's kind of like, can I, yeah. can I suggest another um, explanation possibly? Yeah. Maybe it was cut out way after in editing. Oh, of course. That's that. I mean, I'm sure that's what happened. And, but the question is, so you you think they don't even they didn't even realize they referred to it? Or Possibly. yeah, the editor. Yeah, not, what, yeah. <laughs> not what I not what I read. They realized it, but like what Joey said, because his character and, and being so elated after what they've been chased with murders and their little imagination, he was just flying away. Yeah. No. Do you know that guy um, won Best Actor last year? Yeah, I didn't know that was him. But what movie? That is so cool. Everything, everywhere, all at oh, once. Oh yes, I saw. Of course, yes, yes, yes. And he's the he's, is, short, is, he's short round from uh, Indiana Jones too, right? Yeah, you did see oh, everywhere. Really? Time. It is a great movie. I great didn't movie. see it. It's really good. It's incredible. Jimmy, it's, it's mind blowing, mind blowingly good. Really. That's another episode. Top five kid actors that you didn't know. That went on to do something else that you didn't know he was a kid actor in something else? Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, even Chunk goes on to do other things, too. You don't realize that it's Chunk. What'd he do? Yeah. The older brother became Thanos. Yeah, the older brother is Thanos, right. (laughs) Wait, wait. Oh, I know that. Wait, Uh, the older brother? He also played... uh, in X Men, no. When um, he's in a whole bunch of movies. He's a famous actor. No, oh, that's... no. Wait, hold on a second. Slow everything up. The older brother, Josh Brolin. In, um, oh my God, the the assassin guy regenerates himself. What assassin guy? Deadpool. Deadpool. That's who the older brother goes on to play. He's a space guy. No, from the parent. Yeah. I'm thinking Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's Deadpool is no, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds and, but the guy in, in two, Deadpool 2 that comes back from the from the future to go back and pass to save, that's what's his name from Goonies. Oh, I don't remember. Could be. What do you mean you don't remember? I don't I, I don't I can't remember I don't remember Deadpool Deadpool 2 that well. He didn't play Thanos. No, the the older brother in Goonies. Is the voice of Thanos? Obviously, he's not Thanos. Oh. Thanos is animated. Oh. The voice. So he did the voice of Thanos and the guy that goes back in Deadpool too. I don't. I, I don't. Yes. Can't get... yes. 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 
Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> All right, my number one. Let me recap my my uh, top five. Number I'm five. Get your head up his ass. Luke, <laughs> carry. That's my number five. <laughs> number four. Stormtrooper hitting him in the head. Uh, number three. Forty-eight hours. Eddie Murphy, handcuffed and then unhandcuffed. Number two. Wizard of Oz. The somebody hanging themselves in the background, possibly. And number one. Again, this one, I don't know. Again, we watched this on VHS. We didn't have it on high definition like we could have it now and pause it perfectly clear. We used to pause this freaking scene in three men and a baby. Thousands of times because we try to go tick, 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 tick to try to just play it, play, play pause, play pause, play pause, play pause to get the perfect freeze frame. And I don't remember exactly where it is in the movie, or I would tell you, but I'll, I'll show it right now. There's a scene where one of the characters crosses the scene, the, the living room, and Steve, it's uh, Steve Steve Carasota's his look like. No, yeah, no, yes. no. Ted Danson, excuse me. Ted Danson's walking with the Gutenberg. Main. No, see, it was, it was Ted uh, Ted Danson's walking with them. Right, they walk by, and then behind the curtain. In the background, it looks to be like a little boy. Now, there's no little boy in the movie. Little boy peeking from the curtain. Like, look at the way she's looking at me. Uh, for a moment there, I had her laughing. Yeah, just like me, huh? <laughs> Don't ruin this for me, Jack. Oh, she adores you. <laughs> this and it's little it's the creepiest thing you will ever see now again they try to disprove it now you know so many theories back in the day it was it's a ghost it's this that's there was a there was a ghost haunting the set now they're trying to say it's a cardboard cutout or something right that's what i read i have the answer but do, 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 wants to comment but how, I, do we really yeah, have an answer i think it was a ghost well, Let's let's go I, back I to let's go back to it was the spookiest shit ever. Because okay. that's that's the truth. We were going to um I was going to the cult though, but the uh, the movie The Haunted, going to people's house. I was like freaked out at this time. So I was turning him on and you guys on the spooky shit. And uh, there was no computers at the time. This was all hearsay shit. You know? So when you watch this shit, it, it definitely looks like it. Now, you want to know the answer? <laughs> yes. I mean, but again, you're going right. to tell me the answer that they're telling us. Yeah, I looked up um, uh, Tom Selleck was on Late Night with Fallon, and they brought up the, the tape, one of his favorite movies of all time by Disney, Three Guys and Baby, whatever. And uh, they brought up the baby. And he laughs, he goes, there's a baby. And the way he said it's like kind of funny. It was a marketing. Uh, it turned out to be a marketing scam. Like they didn't, they did not tell the truth. But it, you know what I'm saying? They just let it be go. No, but, but what was it? What do you? I still don't know. What you know there was, what you there's, a, there's a cardboard cutout of Tim, uh, Ted Danson that's on the set that appears later on in the movie. Where and if did... you look at it? Yeah, if you look at it. It was left behind by a mistake. It was a complete mistake. The where room, in the 
where in the movie is this cardboard cut out later? I, I, did, I didn't go that far. But but Selleck said, it like, in X amount of words. Now, if you go back and look at it, at the cardboard cut, I don't know what it cut. I don't remember that. Basically, I mean, that was our rock and roll days. Or you were still, oh, that's right. You were uh, 12, but whatever. But um, no, um, it's a cardboard cutout. And they show the cardboard cutout later in the movie compared to that thing. And it's exact. It's the same thing. But they left it in by accident. But the rumor had it that there was a little boy murdered in the building. Right. And Tom Selleck goes like this. He goes, it was a stage. It was a stage. Uh, it wasn't even a building. <laughs> they, they duplicated oh, it was a lot. The, right. Of course. Right. right, right. Stage, um, yeah, listen, I, listen, is there a chance but that that's true? Effect, of course. The, the effects and the ripple uh, effect that it had on everyone, you didn't have social media uh, to disprove this shit. It just yeah. appeared in a fucking movie and people just, and Disney ran with it. And it, and, and man, I mean. And like I said, time. even. You know how we used to try to freeze frame it. We used to freeze frame it on a VHS. You'd have, you know, you'd have the little distortion when you freeze it. It wouldn't be a crystal clear. Unfortunately, I'm, 4K. I'm, I'm, yeah, unfortunately, I should have said anything because I, would, you know, people should. I would love for people to look into that and the experience. Yeah, experience. Listen, but. I take all these explanations, you know, with, with the grain of salt. Even like the, like I said, with the Wizard of Oz, they don't want to tell you that someone hung themselves on the set. No, or I agree maybe, with that one. You know, I but agree with that one. even this. I, I'm curious to see. I don't remember. Yeah, listen, I, Joey, I watched yeah. that movie 50 Joey times. Joey I, Dunn. I wanted to believe in it. it no, but I don't remember it. a car. Why would there be a cardboard cutout in the movie? I got to look. You have to Google it. it later on in the movie, there's a cardboard cutout of Ted Danson. And, but it, they left it in the set. And, and they showed the two. And you can gotcha. actually look at them. And even Tom Seller goes, because he knew he's joking around. He goes, he just goes, Nah, there's no, there's no ghost. He goes, well, they said that the, you know, a cardboard cut out of so and so. He goes, this up that dance. He goes, this. He goes, no, it's a ghost. Just like that. He goes, hey, hey, you know, he was soaking around, but yeah, you, you guys check it out for yourselves. Super quick. Any, any honorable mentions? I actually don't have any because these were the ones off the top of my head. Ernie, you got any? Sure. What do you got? Uh, pretty Woman, um, Julia Roberts eating a croissant that turns into a pancake and then back into a croissant. <laughs> Wait, when is this? When she first meets Richard Gere? Yeah, breakfast the next morning, I think. Oh, my God. So she's eating a, cro- a pancake first? It's the first is a croissant, and while she's eating it, it turns into a pancake. And then a little bit later, it turns back into a croissant while she's eating it. I mean, that's the perfect thing I was talking about before with continuity there, when you're eating. There is so many of these things. If you want to, like Ferris Bureau, they show the school bus. They, they show the principal walking out, the disappearing sidewalk. They Wait, what do you bus. mean? Say it again? A disappearing sidewalk. The bus pulls up. There's a sidewalk. They show the principal walking up to the bus. There's no sidewalk. Like, this <laughs> shit goes on all the time. I mean, right? Joey, because we've been doing this shit with the editing and the shit. I watch this stuff all the time. Of course, it's, it's on all the time. When they go back and forth, if you're watching for it, it everything glitches. Everything. Someone, I mean, I can't uh, tell you, know. you, like even even on stuff that I do, like people. Hopefully, people don't know, but like it, you got to use camera trickery sometimes. So, for instance, in the in the wrestling thing that I do, Joey Licious, right? Right. So we filmed a scene with the Iron Sheik. You guys know that that scene that I did with yes. the Iron Sheik? Yes. 
So when we filmed it with the Iron Sheik, the Iron Sheik is out of his mind. So we had a script for him, but he didn't follow it at all. He went totally off the cuff, literally like the first scene is, all right, Sheik, you know, you're going to be at the urinal and we're going to be talking back and forth. I'm in the mirror. He goes over to the urinal, his pants are around his ankles. No, Sheik, hold on. You don't have to really <laughs> pee, Sheik. Hold on. Oh, oh, okay. So anyway, he goes totally off the cuff. So what we had to do is I couldn't respond to what he was saying while we were filming that day because the, the scene called for him to do something and me to respond to get to the climax, to get to the payoff. He, right. did, none, he did none of it. So all we did was we literally didn't film me at all. And we had the camera on him. And we just let him go off for like 15 minutes straight, just ranting and raving. And then we went back two weeks later. I took his dialogue that he said, wrote a, my dialogue back to him. And then we had a stand-in with like a turban on his head. All you see is the back of the sheik's head when I'm talking. It's, not the, it's the sheik, not the sheik. It's, he's not there. We have a stand-in standing there. And I'm responding to what he said two weeks ago. Because I don't, we didn't even know what he was saying. We had to translate it. <laughs> so I had to rewrite the script, go back and film just my dialogue with a chic stand-in. This, this, this sounds absurd. But I've been watching martial arts lately, right? So you have, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, the big fat guy. Did uh, I do the... Uh, 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 <laughs> God, Java. was it Java? <laughs> Not Java. Java did your You know that great big fat guy? Who, Java? <laughs> no, it's the fat guy who did martial arts. What Java? fat guy that does martial arts? Kung Fu Panda? Uh, what I do all the time with the gorilla. <laughs> Mix it in. This John Belushi Samurai? Who are you talking about? Who's the fat martial arts guy? What the fuck? Is it is it uh what's his name? Chris Farley? No, from Brooklyn. Uh Tony, whatever the fuck his name is. You were told like you want me to do it? Watch. Who's fighting? Hold on. You tell me who this is. It's a good thing Babbles doesn't know you're at, the, at work. <laughs> oh, Seagal. Oh, Seagal. Steven Seagal. <laughs> he, he's not fat. Well, he's fat now. He wasn't fat back then. Seagal. Uh, he's really fat. But what he does uh, in competitions is he moves his hand and taps his shoulder, and the person looks at the shoulder, and then he grabs the fucking other hand. Like, it's only... It's all like right. what you want to see. It's like they know how to draw. They know where your eyes are going on the screen. And we, even when you're fighting, if yeah. you just go like this, someone go like this, I don't know where go. They look at, and then he hits you in the gut. Yeah. And yeah. Going, what the hell is he touching? You it's, watch the techniques. It's almost the right. same shit. It's the old honeymooners. Cover your face. Cover your face. Bing right in the stomach. I can't believe this to go. That's great. <laughs> Java. Oh, Lord. A fat guy that does martial arts. Uh, Jabba? 
<laughs> and who, what did I say? Kung Fu Panda. I don't even know. I don't even know what the fuck he's going to I really don't even know. So I, right. I, have, I, I have an honorable mention. Give me and that. I don't even know if it's true because I haven't had time to look it up. These things come up. But I took my dad to see the movie uh, Save a Private Ryan. He was on Normandy Beach and he wouldn't see the movie. But when I finally took him, well, we actually stayed pay-per-view in the house where he was secure. He says, okay, let's go. He said that Tom Hanks is wearing captain balls on his helmet. And he called bullshit right away. He said, right away. He said, all soldiers, no one wore anything on their helmets because that's right. what the Germans shoot for. Of course. I had to Google that. So please, anyone listening to this, relax. I don't know. So you don't know if he was actually wearing them or you don't think he, or what? what what's the question? The question is, was Tom Hanks wearing wearing on his helmet. the captain bars on the helmet. Right. Because everyone was told to wear patches over their helmets. Because that's the first thing a German would shoot at. Lieutenants, right. yeah, of course. the head off the snake. Right. So, so I could be wrong on that. Don't beat me up on that one. I'll look it up myself tonight. So You remember at, no the, beginning of, at the beginning of Saving Private Ryan when they're in that, like, uh, they're being driven to the beach? Yeah. The whole, like, thing? Yes. All throwing up and everything? Yes, the actual land. That's how I describe how going to the body barn. The... <laughs> yeah. You heard it's back, right, Ernie? Is that true? Um, yeah, it's back. Dean's oh, already boy. going. Oh, my God. He's already Did here. Did you hear about the wiffle ball thing, Joey? July 8th? No. Madison Place? What wiffle ball Billy thing? Down. I mentioned something on, the, on, on a text message. Stop it all. July 8th, barbecue, Billy's house. Madison Place wiffle ball tournament. Hold on. I don't know if Joey's invited. I'm not invited. I'm not on this oh, trip. Dean was going. Well, where the fuck is he my invite? invited? Oh, I know <laughs> what it is because nobody wants to face me. All these wimps on Madison Place can't hit the ball. Listen, Jericho, we hit better than Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons, okay? Right. Listen, I know some of the people that live on Madison Place, okay? I don't think so. <laughs> now, Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons were invited. I'm going back to Brooklyn, to Brooklyn, to Brooklyn. Going well, let me know, you, you nah, fucking idiot. I don't idiot. think so. We'll get the old jerseys out. July 8th. No, it's going to be, uh, we're going to do the drafting. It's going to be pitches pulled from a hat. Put me on this chain. If Dean, if Why? Dean Why? you know, the You're babe the, in the, yeah, the, the, the death years is going, I'm going. Gonna... I call you and text you. I don't hear from you for weeks. Yeah, but if you text me a wiffle ball, you bet your ass oh! you're going to call right back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice. All right, you morons. Good one. Great, great topic. I think I can't, I don't, can't believe we didn't really have one duplicate. I know we discussed it beforehand, Doc, but incredible picks. Please send your picks to top five with Joey Casada at gmail.com. List them on the YouTube page. If you're watching this video in the comments, tell us what you think of our picks. List some of your favorite mistakes that were left in movies or stuff, stuff that we missed or maybe we goofed up on ours. I don't know. Just send us emails. Let us know what you think of the episode. Let us know some good topics in the future, what you want to see. Stop we're the have... butter! <laughs> yes, but there'll be more butter stopping soon. And we're approaching our 100th episode, so we're going to do something special for that. But any last words, boys? No. And there it is. <laughs> Joking. Love you, boys. As always, Playground Union. You are a little kid show. Kids are rock. Fucking awesome. Kicked ass. Ernie. You keep teaching the future of America. 
Love you, boys. Talk soon. Good night. Thank you.